You're listening to All the Best from FBI Radio 94.5. I'm Madhura Prakash. Before we get into this week's stories, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that I'm recording from stolen Gadigal land and pay my respect to Gadigal elders past and present and also recognize that the area where FBI Radio is situated, Redfern, has long been a place of storytelling, strength, resistance, and resilience for First Nations communities. This week, we're bringing you another yarn from Blah Mella Story, a program by Catherine Regional Arts. Blah Mella Story aims to empower young Indigenous people from remote areas to produce audio stories meaningful to them. Today's story comes from Robin Rogers, who shares the fun and hijinks he got up to as a younger man and the massive cultural shifts he's experienced in his lifetime. My name is Robin Rogers. I'm, I'm from Mokul. My clan is Numamuledi. My tribe is Wandarang. My country is Weagiba and I am a Mambali man. I'm 56 years, oh, 76 years old. No, 67 years old. Mokul is a community that was built up by the CMS mob, over a thousand people, all different tribes, all different languages, seven tribes there or even more because of what happened long during the CMS time, you know, the Christianity came in and the shooting that happened, they all came up here to be safe, you know, so far as some of them came from Yurukala, mid-Dunham land then, from Hudson down, they all came up here, and that's where we got different tribes from everywhere. And we couldn't speak our own language. We wasn't allowed. We speak Creole. Mm-hmm. Creole is a broken down English. Creole is half of Wandarang language and Mara language. That's why we've been turning half broken down English and all that, you know, into Creole. Like any other community, you go, they speak only one language. Kunbulanya, they speak Kuningu, and Nubula, they speak Wubu. But we had all these more different tribes, so our people developed this Creole. We speak Creole. Mukul mean rocks. That's what Mukul is. During the dream time, a kangaroo came, mm-hmm. went out to salt water. So it belongs to the Budal clan and, and all the pontom of the Milarpara, that's yellow water, and all this kangaroo country. Yeah. I li- I, most of my grandchildren are got grandchildren. They all living at my house when it's chuck a block. I grow most of them up. I'm the babysitter every weekend or after the school. They drop me up the wall. They go card, they just walk on down, but I stay home looking after them. When I was born, I was born at the hospital there in 1955. When I was born, everybody was born naked, but when I started walking, I didn't have any trousers, so shit. But when I went to school, they gave me uh, materials that, you know, we call it naga, where we tie it up. We still wear them when we have ceremonies. We can go there and dance with trousers. So that Sulu was my first ever clothes that I got from the missionaries. You know, they gave us that Sulu. Then I got a shirt with that Sulu. Then a couple of years time, we had trousers there. Now I felt as a looking good with trousers and shirt and going to school and looking, you know, looking everybody. My father got shirt and trousers, my mother got thing and 
well, getting, getting that is completely different, you know. Like, what, what, you know, I haven't seen my grandfather, just a cover up here, you know, chut-chut, we call it. Backside, it was naked and all that, you know. I grew up with that and uh, old ladies, they said, very good. So it was a big thing for us, you know. And nobody did touch my clothes up. If they did, well, you know, there would be trouble. So it was that kind of thing. So when I was maybe five or six, I used to go to my, my father's auntie. Like, I used to stay with her most of the time. And I, I, I spoke Wakilake or sometimes Ritarmo. I used to understand her, you know, I, I would talk. That's the language I, 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 I knew and I would speak when I was a little boy. But I've lost that language, you know, then. We, all, we couldn't speak our own language because we wasn't allowed love. School, you, you speak, you eat soap. So it was hard for us during the missionary time. And we used to, we, we lost it. We, we used to tell Warma and Chetpangari, that was, Chetpangari is from Southeast Arnhem Land. They came in and we used to dance that, we used to dance. We used to dance a lot. Every night we used to dance. Right at the single quarters there. We had a brick house there, a mud house. We to everybody to you know communicate there and dance like a you know crobbery, like a lot of different crobberies we had. You know, one group there they start off and then another group, you know, they change and we big team. We used to enjoy it. I used to enjoy it. I was I was a good dancer. Mm-hmm. But then modern thing came. You know, like what been happening is Christianity came came along and then we did our own crobbery, but. We had time. Ten o'clock, you finish, or else you you don't get your ration, and you sleep early, just like little baby. But adults, you know, English, you know, and it was a bit hard, you know, but got through with it, you know. And I was good at maths, and but my worst subject was writing stories and all that, you know, spelling and all that. I'm not a good speller, still is. We never fight at school, not like this time. Kids, they fight like. Cats and dogs. But in those days, we never been fight. You fight there, you, you got teacher had a long cane, or they send you up to the principal, then principal take you up to the storeroom and bail them up you there, and then big hiding. But we used to leave us leave off the bush. They gave us porridge for breakfast, and then give us food, and then go fishing and get our own food. And we had a good hunter there, all old men and old men, you know, to teach us all that. Me, I never been used a gun for hunting. I've never spear, but you know, guns was a new thing for us. You know, my father and never been used. They, they were good spearmen. You know, one shot and hanged or dead. One old man been cursed a lady. You know, just because she didn't he didn't like what she was doing. They told him to you walk from here up to Beswick, and Beswick very long. But he he's a you know he was a bushman, and he, you get to Beswick. Go and walk to Beswick, and he did, you know, punishment. Or sometimes they used to, you know, don't give them ration and all that, you know, you don't get flour and tea and whatever. That was the punishment. And we used to come up here and say our prayers to get all them food. Or they would slaughter us. Uh, like they came up here with that cattle and all that, you know, and easy food, you know, for black and kill him, got a spear. They shoot you for that cattle, and that was uh, that's why half of our people, you know, and our language was lost through that shooting and 
especially my my tribe, like Wandal and Mara, they have all been slaughtered. That's why we, we didn't, couldn't speak our language. We still don't speak our language. We just speak real. One old man, you know, two marriage. They, they didn't marry it over two wives, you know, that's that's all that married and all that mumble jumble. But King David been married, I don't know how many wives, and so King Solomon. Yeah, well, they will bring us, bring that down to us, you know. One old man been married, ten women. That before missionary came, you know. Or oh, they put him like jail. Skin group, that's the important one. You got Iritya, you got Duwab, Mandaritya, Mandayung, then you got Budal, Goyal. You got married as a red skin. That's a traditional way of marriage. This time now, missionary been coming, you know, they been, don't use that heathen word or whatever they call it. Most of our young people are doing this thing now, they married wrong skin, we call them wrong skin. Wrong side, but what we stand to teach them up at the school, learning on country, but they don't break that thing down. Oh, all people used to tell us, you know, they have a lot of shooting, you know, they don't kill me or what. Kill all the family, well, you know, hardly. They had that frightenedness, you know. They never been talk or anything like campfire, you know. They were too frightened to talk about it. If they talk about it, then, you know, they hear you talk about that and then out. Well, they'll put you in jail or whatever. You know, they used to shoot old people like women and babies. One person climb up a tree, they try to hide, shoot him. One old lady been try give a, yeah, good talk at this one. My mothers used to tell a story, but it was hidden underneath the blanket. We're getting that rolling story, and I'm looking at books and everything. I'm reading part of it, that book. This history, well, this one can happen to a horse. Like patrol officers or something. That's the mob. No, that's the man what we didn't like, I didn't like. But he was a boss of Northern Territory under South Australia government. He wrote a book and I would read that book. Oh, but Mr. Picnic. And that picnic even mean about his around shooting Aboriginal people. And that was a thing of all the saddest thing I ever read. But history is history, you know. Won't get over it. What's that rule been given to, you know, like for our freedom, you know, our, our grandfather and grandmothers, they don't have that freedom, you know, like going out now. You never, you've never been go out. Like what do you call? I don't know what they call it. You've never been moved out from your community until you get that written permission form to get out of here or whatever. You know, that's when that mission, that mission has been start breaking up and all that government. You know, black people never go drink pub, the pub. You know, or can you grow up? Like that, what that didn't happen in the Northern Territory until. Department or the like missionary, then welfare, government build. That's the time when everybody will start working for money, you know. Missionary time, we've been to Devonish, work for ration. Coming that money, it was a big thing for us, you know. We took them, um, we were catching for lolly. Everybody been work. We didn't know about going out, the like, thing, we you know. We've been just, we never been go, but went, went to Darwin. That Kumila College for it was open for indigenous children. The word means from down Alice Springway, like sunshine or what it means. So it was a new thing for us. We were the first first student to 
land ten to fifteen years old. A couple of boys, maybe four or five girls. And all them hippies, you know, we we uh, what's it at Middle Beach, they were all there like in groups, you know, they just camp out there everywhere. And you know, we used to go there, look them and oh, some of them like nude beach and all that, you know. But I didn't go there. I, I didn't want to go there, you know. But they used to dress up and all them what do you call them? Long hair and all that junky move, eh? Smoking ganja and you know, that's a half of our young boys been start smoking from the, them up. We used to go on a beach, you know, they give us, ah, oh, come in here, brother. Got flowers, did you everywhere, or whatever. <laughs> Got flowers. Peace and everywhere, you know, they go around and say, hey, peace, man, instead of the wrong way. <laughs> well, peace, you know, well, they, that's why they, they will start new style, and all them rock and roll band and whatever. You know, we used to, little radio, eh? Women call them wireless. I can hear that in all them songs, and then they will start sending in movies, and we will start off with a hair. We used to get them, them stupid thing. My brother, Walter, they used to cut a hand and make a little thing here, like Elvis Presley. And, you know, they start looking at pictures, and I'm like, all this kind of rock and roll, you know, all them. They're more fucking rock and roll. Twist, I mean, twist, twist. And then... Beach Boy mob and start that. American mob thing. It's from there that they, we used to dance all them, all rock and roll, twists, eh? From there we were looking at this Joe Crocker and Rolling Stone, all that thing, and we would, we would start making, they would start forming band here. And, you know, we used to, wow, skin tight trousers, you know, them. well, in those days, they would have them tight jeans and whatever, and then, the bell bottom. Bell bottom, bell bottom. That was our favorite one. But we didn't we didn't buy bell bottom, so we would mend them up up mend them up for us yeah, and then make that them jeans like a bell bottom. All them we call them little gunda. Crowd has got a belt, but walk around tuck him in shirt and collar up and show me and all the girls, you know, go crazy about you and and all them girls see you have um, mini skirt and all that, you know. Real tight one, miniscale like them American mob used to wear. And when you bend down, you look everything. <laughs> That's the time we start smoking too, no? All the old people been give up last night, so, but they, we, they got, we got too late. You see spear flying and all. Boomerang, fucking start that thing, you know, that tell them, fucking go back home. Listen, that boomerang coming up from back. I've been no boomerang, I've been duck time. And keep going running, half of them were half blind anyway. We had culture, we had, we had dancing and so bungle and all that, you know. All people, you you do your culture and, you know, they used to tell us you, you your culture come first. At the time we would start getting broke, no? My body, we would call our body, all our body more. But we started having gangs then, you know, kissing cousin and well, from Elvis Presley, that cousin, cousin. And we used to, this one, for girls and whatever. You know, I, I, was, a, I was a drunk, but the rope bar that used to sell grog. I don't know how many people been drowned, they didn't get groped. I mean, I, flood time, we used to go and boat, hit him tree, turn over. People fighting, there, uh, you know, that border fence over there. And they used to fight like cats and dogs, asthma, you know. 
weapon and, you know, family to family and... I will be chip on the shoulder, you know, rocket mail, body and all that. But one thing that will cause us is that surname. Everywhere today, let this community, that surname was given to us by missionary. We still use, oh, I'm of Rogers mob, oh, I'm of Daniel's mob, all that kind, you know, they, and they swear, you know, in any noble war, they got their clan names. They took us through that surname, but you still one moiety group, you see, one clan and one thing. We're teaching all them kids now that I'm teaching them mob. They were like program thing been started, you know, oh, this hemorrhagic, I can punch the shit out of you know, all, all this kind. My brother was a Boxer, Kevin Rogers, he's Benjamin champion for the territory. And my uncle was a, he had that leprosy and even that been keep him hard. And he used to knock a big man, all the rock mob was good boxers, you know. Biggest problem, they're like Mararenka. One of the stockmen from station there, Mararenka station, even coming there, wrecking himself, big one little young boy, Bloody-headed boy. And we know his family, but even get smart, he got a hiding there. And he even go and tell his brothers. They came up there that wrong time, all the asthma of young boys been there, and the woman kick their ass. But we all got kicked out from there then. They tell us, fuck off. <laughs> Please tell us that. We had a club, we had a club, we had a club. And all the, you know, same, same all the pictures, you know, we look, movies. They would put them like them dynamite box, eh? Dynamite box, all them cans and everything. All the beer mob in there. All the, all, all the all this, all people mob. They just tell us, you, they fucking telling lies, you know? And that you come out of that house and everything. They're telling lies, huh? We will go, Mr. Wark, Paul Cutter. We had cars then. Pull him on the back, put. We'll, we'll take him there, like, you know what I'm getting. Have a party there, come again. And that young girl and boy, and they don't come up here, get your own fucking grog, they told us, you know. That's not your grog, that's for everybody. Ah, go steal your own. So we go and stole it. And, uh, take it down a ceremony, go on, next minute, be a job. Next, next day. But cake, beer, they put them in a dynamite box. They didn't fool this mob, black fella. We were the worst of the worst to steal everything. You know, breaking a shop. Oh, everything we've been, I've been, I've been, me and my gang. But we used to get flogging, poor thing. They used to come up here, policemen, you know, and they gave us hiding, all right. The problem is, I uh, smoke, you know, we, in my young, we used to get them $100, no, $100 or whatever, you know. The wages wasn't that good as what it is now. But, you know, in those days, you know, smoke, once we would start smoking and smoke, one thing you gotta do, if you gotta eat not work and smoke, well, you gotta break it for smoke. And we used to get him, steal him and I would cut a tree. We would cut him to the top, take him out on the ground, put all the smoke there. So, but only us smoking all my, me and my gang, so we would like go and give our girlfriend a you know, cigarette and, you ask them, they swear, like, you're not sleeping with me tonight, you don't give me smoke. <laughs> Just joking, joking. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, all that problem, I've been locked up for stealing and this stupid man from Lumbulwa, you see, you've been a hippie and then all them punk, yeah, got a 
bullet hair and half cut hair, you know. Well, young boy come, we got a form number, we got a thing and fucked up ears and all them chain and everything. I what do you, and it, it even look stupid, you know. Got a break in crisis and no fucking underwear, you know. And I would love him. <laughs> and look him and drop him down in my clothes. Mr. Rogers reckon it's funny, eh? No, 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 sir. Before I said that, just thought, you were thought I was having at him. And he told me, Mr. Rogers, sorry, you. I'm sentenced here for three months like fucking Greenbush. I was like, prison, I can just give up, you know, you just go there, you get up six o'clock in the night, you used to mop them up. All them sell, eh? And that's how I'm good at mopping up things, up a little like jail and clean up everything and whatever. Man, my, all my mates went there. <laughs> all my gang, kids and cousins, we went there. We will be well behaved there, and I start getting to think, if you, if you fuck around here, we'll put the shit out of you. And, you know, all that kind of thing, you know. Them, they had them bar, eh? Hit them right like guts and make it that kind of... But it's another thing, you know, they, you know, you you think about your wife and family, you know. That's the thing, that's the worst thing that, you know, you get homesick and you meet a lot of people, but then, then you, you, you know, that's not your real tribe and family, you know, they speak different language and realizing, you know, you, you gotta do everything yourself when you come out from jail, you gotta go, you gotta be independent. But when I came out from jail, I, my grandfather, Isaac Joshua, came up and got me. He showed me the boomerang, you move now. If you run away, this you know, boomerang will follow you. You see, all, all the, all the Jungai would come up and tell me, you want it. My uncle told me, you, you come up. My father told me, you come up. We called Kuliripa, yet. Yeah? You know, I was a young boy, yet. Yeah? And so they got to send a Jungai. Jungai is, uh, is the boss, like I told you. He wears the van and body, everything with boomerang. One or two teachers to stop being big shot, chairman will teach you. And when I went in and uh, they, didn't, they didn't tell me lawyer, they use everything. They use fire, boomerang and everything to settle me down, you know, you, you muck around here, you get killed. Really, they can kill you, man. You know, they tell you, oh, you they use somebody, that, that dream will swallow you up or they will kill you or like cut yam stick and all that. They tell all the parents that uh, your, your mother and all that and your father will know what, what happened, you know. Especially Kunabi being very, very deadly. When you do something wrong and they will either kill you or bury you there where, where the thing is. Nobody can tell. Either do what they tell me or... Well, I've, been, I've been one year up push and mind you, during the wet ceremony make you independent and make you think twice. Like you gotta remember all the songs, all your body painting, and how to dance. All your big brothers and things they show you, that's where you get your leadership, the ceremony. Once they know you good at they listen to you, and all people listen, oh, you got them. They keep you boomerang, that means you're, you're a man. And like, or they give you that tapping stick finish, your ceremony when you come out and they see certain marks like your body and, and everybody will know how that We've been learning lessons. So ceremony is one of the things that I, you know, always like, you know, to teach younger boys. It's a school that been there 40,000 years before. We would go writing about pencil. It's still there and never been changed. Like, whatever, all the laws are the same and everything. 
the painting and the song, song, song line and body painting and how you dance and imitate your dreaming and all that. And everything got to be right either. So even coming at him, you know, you're not going to just go and just stop kissing your wife or kissing your girlfriend and all that. You've got to sit down for maybe a month till up. And then when you get smoked and everything and red or cow marking and all that, that that's your, we call them nyaju. That's make your, everything is clear. You can call wife or get a girlfriend or whatever, you know. That's what I'm telling everything, and kids and grandchildren and all that. Rain time, we have kuna bibi. That kuna bibi, when they will get taken away, not a push for one year or six months. Yabudur, why you go run in and run out, come back again. That's my mother streaming. All of ceremony will come up here. My mother been bring him up, and all my Numabuliti clan, we still dance. Circumcision, we dance Jarkun, which is called Mandawala. We still paint up body painting and like woman business, we call them Jarkun. And men business, we call them Mandawala. And we all, all together, we call them Giminin. We used to have rock and roll every period week, you know. But ceremony, all the time there. Once you have ceremony, no rock and roll, no, no disco. You follow your, your dream, dreamline. My, my, my dream in the catfish, he came from Crude Island. In my bay, I got all my father's song and as, Asmo's song, you know, and Jarkun and all that, I got it. And the ceremony, you know, that's why right now I'm, I'm, I'm the third, next in, second in hand to run my mother's ceremony. So that's what I'm telling everything. That story was produced by Ernest Junior Daniels for the Blah Mella Story Project. All the best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we make these stories and pay our respects to elders past and present. All the best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal land in association with SIN and 3RRR on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung lands and ACCC on Arande and Waramungu lands. The All the Best editorial manager is Mel Chun, and Phoebe Adler-Ryan is our production manager. Our social media producer is Isabella Lee. Patrick McKenzie is our community coordinator. Shining Bird composed our theme music, and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and were made possible by the Art Gallery of New South Wales and the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find our full archive of more than 500 episodes at allthebestradio.com. I'm Madhura Prakash. Thanks for listening.